Bang, bang. Good morning, everyone. There were 3.8 million Americans who filed for unemployment last week. This brings the total new claims to over 30 million in the last six weeks. The speed and gravity of which the unemployment situation has transpired is breathtaking. The good news is that the number of first-time jobless claims continues to fall week over week since mid-March. The bad news is that we are becoming desensitized to the size of these numbers. There are more than 3 million eight hundred thousand people who lost their job and filed for unemployment insurance last week that would have been more than a 50 percent increase in national unemployment back in february but now we view this as an encouraging number the unofficial numbers for unemployment are likely to be over 20 percent at this point some of these people will hopefully find relief in the coming weeks as various cities begin to reopen this is going to be easier said than done what metrics will determine when a city reopens versus when it doesn't how is success measured when reopening what will signal it isn't working? Can a city reopen all businesses immediately, or do they allow certain industries before others? What are the requirements on citizens during the reopening? Masks, social distancing, or curfews? What is the process for pausing the reopening if it is not going to according to plan? Can a city stop the reopening and reinstitute the shelter at home order? This is a highly complex situation. There's unlikely to be one right answer. Each city and population are different. People will politicize whatever decisions are made, which will only add pressure and scrutiny. There are people much smarter than me that will focus on the reopening of the economy. The truth is that the economic reality is much worse than what is being represented in the stock market. We are starting to get some of the economic and corporate data that is necessary to help us measure the true carnage. Take American Airlines, for example. American Airlines lost more than $2.2 billion in the first three months of the year, its biggest quarterly loss since 2008 as the coronavirus pandemic drove down demand for air travel. Americans' revenue dropped nearly 20% from a year earlier to $8.52 billion, slightly below analyst estimates. Shares were down more than 3% in morning trading. American, like other airlines, is facing a sharp decline in passengers because of the coronavirus pandemic. U.S. airline travel volumes dropped by about 95% in recent weeks from a year earlier, as travelers stay home because of concerns about the virus and shelter-in-place orders. These sound like crazy numbers until you realize that American Airlines is losing $70 million a day right now. This level of economic damage would have been unfathomable only six weeks ago. They aren't the only ones, though. Bob Pisani wrote a nice summary of various companies that are sharing good and bad news at the same time during their earnings reports. Shipping giant UPS is getting more revenues from Americans shopping online, but delivery of shipments to businesses has shrank dramatically. 3M is making money selling its N95 masks and noted strong growth in personal safety products, but it is still laying off workers in other divisions and withdrew its full year guidance. Music streaming service Spotify reported a loss that was less than expected and added more users, both paying customers and those who listened to its free ad-supported category, but it lowered its revenues guidance for the year as ad sales fell. Even food companies are having a tough time figuring out what is going on. You'd think snack maker Mondelza would be doing better. They make Oreos. They did beat estimates, and consumers certainly stockpiled food, but the company withdrew its 2020 forecast due to uncertainty surrounding the impact of the virus. You'd think the lab testing business would be booming, but no. Even testing giant Laboratory Corp., which rep reported better than expected profits and is rolling out a new coronavirus antibody test, is withdrawing 2020 guidance due to the pandemic and taking other actions, including forlowing workers. What a weird, unprecedented time we are living in. To make things even more confusing, the public market is not acting how most would have predicted. The economic data is obviously bad, including a 4.8% drop in GDP. But there are a lot of people scratching their head as to why the economic data is so bad, yet the stock market continues to rally. In fact, 
the stock market is ending one of the best months ever. According to CNBC, quote, Wall Street came into Thursday's session on pace for one of its best monthly performances in decades. The S&P 500 was up more than 12% for the month and on track for its biggest one-month gain since 1987. The Dow was up 11% in April, which would be its best month since 1987, end quote. Your guess is as good as mine as to what is actually driving the rally and how sustainable this stock market move is. What I do know is that there are incredible levels of uncertainty at the moment, and millions of investors are trying to make sense of it all. Some will make a fortune, some will lose a fortune, and a good portion of the middle will probably come out relatively flat from all of this. The economic carnage is also driving something else that was previously underestimated, a feeling of frustration and possibly frustration from corporate leaders. Most of them are going to discuss this publicly because they don't want the PR nightmare. One who chose to speak out is Tesla's Elon Musk. In yesterday's earnings call, Musk went off about the current lockdown orders. Quote, I think the people are going to be very angry about this and are very angry. It's like somebody should be. If somebody wants to stay in the house, that's great. They should be allowed to stay in the house and they should not be compelled to leave. But to say that they cannot leave their house and they will be arrested if they do, this is fascist. This is not democratic. This is not freedom. Give people back their goddamn freedom. End quote. He then doubled down on the comments later in the call when he said, quote, so the expansion of the shelter in place, or as frankly, I would call it forcibly imprisoning people in their homes against all their constitutional rights, but that's my opinion, and breaking people's freedoms in ways that are horrible and wrong and not why people came to America or built this country. What the fuck? Excuse me. It's an outrage. It's an outrage. It will cause great harm, not just to Tesla, but to many companies. And while Tesla may weather the storm, there are many small companies that will not, end quote. There are plenty of people who disagree with Elon on these sentiments, but there are also a lot of people who agree with him. The topic is controversial, which means the truth is probably somewhere in between the extremes. The situation looks dire on the ground. Thankfully, there appears to be a light at the end of the tunnel with cities reopening in the next few weeks. It will be important to pay attention to how quickly consumers start to spend again, along with what percentage of companies were able to survive the government-mandated lockdowns. Entrepreneurs are the backbone of the United States. They'll help us escape this nightmare, but it won't be easy. We need to do everything we can to empower them with resources and then get out of their way. I'll bet on the U.S. economy and the entrepreneurs driving it any day of the week. Hope everyone has a great close to the week. Stay safe and please continue being kind to each other during these crazy times. I'll talk to you guys tomorrow.